This is your Chargers linebacker, Dan Henley, and you're tuning in with Chargers Unleashed. Welcome to another edition of Chargers Unleashed. Jake Abner and Dale Wolkenstein here with you from the LA Football Network. Today's show, of course, will be brought to you by Bet Online, Aura, Athletic Greens, and Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia. If this is your first time tuning into the show, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I don't know how many times I feel like I need to repeat it. It's only June, is what Dan you're going to say, right? Well, <laughs> it's, it's June. That one's gotten really worn out, okay? Of course, we're just counting the days now until July 26 rolls around in the beginning of training camps. So we can finally kick off the 2023 NFL regular season. But Dan teased it a little bit yesterday. And obviously, ears should prick up. The eyes should wide open. Attention needs to be paid. Lightning bolt emojis. Exactly. When Dan Walkenstein works the phones, it always means good things for Chargers Unleashed. And that is no different today, as we have a very special guest joining us on the show today. And Dan, as usual, I will let you do the honors in telling everybody who that is. Yes. Uh, on the heels of us talking about the five C's with diamonds and talking about the three C's of the uh, attributes that Eric Kendricks brings us, uh, Diamond in the Rumpf himself, Chris Rumpf, is joining us here on Chargers Unleashed. During the time away, so thankful for his time and uh, getting to us and hanging out with the fellows while he is no longer at camp. He has, what, like another month or so until camp starts? It's literally um, just, a, yeah, exactly a month. So going to talk about a lot of things. Going to talk about how the defense can fix the run defense issues, kind of what his expectations are of this team, the defense, kind of talk to him about what he's been working on during the offseason, talk about fellow rookie that we have in the edge group, Tuli Tupelo too. Lots of stuff. From Chris, always an amazing discussion, tons of energy, uh, super fun discussion ahead with a one Chris Rumpf entering his third and pivotal year for not only him, but for the Chargers team. Absolutely. He gets to spend the next month just on vacation for training camp, whereas the rest of us get to spend the next month just counting the days in sorrow and solitude. Yes, um, but before we get into that, Jake, let's pay the bills. Uh, we actually have, this could be a fun little uh, introduction to kind of a new type of segment we do for Over Under, where listeners, viewers actually submit possible Over oh. Under. So we actually got our first I one. like this. Yes, so at Papa underscore Carter one submitted this one for an Over or Under. Uh, this is over, creative. Over or Under. Forced fumbles on special teams this year by Dayon Henley. Wow. Under on, we'll go 0.5. Fumbles caused, or fumbles forced by Dayon Henley on special teams this year. This is a great time to ask me this question because obviously this is, while we're in the drum dums of June, I am still relatively optimistic during this time of year. So, what the hell? We've been hearing everything good as far as the expectations for Dayon Henley on where he's going to make a early impact, and that is being on special teams outside of what he's going to bring to that linebacker position. So what the hell, man? Over. <laughs> let's go. Let's over. go. Well, now that the intro is over, Jake, let's talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Yes. Once again, want to remind everybody that Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. Always the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your very own home. Get into the action today and head on over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join. And be sure to use that promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online. 
where the game starts. Dear friend of the show, number 94 of your Los Angeles Chargers, Chris Rumpf joins Chargers Unleashed next. Entering his third season, looking to shine bright like Rihanna, Chargers and Defender, very good friend of the show, joining us during his off time, very gracious, hanging out with the Chargers Unleashed Nation. Chris Rumpf, welcome back. Have you been? How pumped are you to be entering year three with this team? Year three, man. Gosh, I mean, time's flying by. That's wild. It's crazy you say that. Because I remember, um, it's crazy because I remember the first time I was on here with my rookie year, just got drafted, and that was not too long ago in my head. But year three, uh, you know what a year three means. Not a lot of talking. We all know what it means. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. And we're, well, obviously, we're going to do some talking here, but we're going to learn kind of about what you have been up to this offseason and kind of go into some of the takeaways from you and the edge group during OTAs and camp. Mm-hmm. Kind of putting the perspective and that everything that happened with last year and last season against Jacksonville behind you and kind of what the team's doing. Focus areas for you and the team this year and also just kind of what to expect and, and camp goals. But I kind of want to start with some of the the praise that you've gotten from mm-hmm. some of the coaching staffs, like linebacker coach Giff Smith talked about and praised the work you've put in this offseason, putting on some more muscle, kind of talking about your personal growth as a player. Like talk to us about like what you've done this offseason and kind of what your expectations are of yourself. Yeah. This being your third year in the league, you know, how pivotal that is. Like what's your mindset, your focus, your goals? Like what's this been like for you? Yeah, so, um, you know, taking away from first year, second year, everything that I've learned, um, I kind of know, you know, exactly what's going on with my game. I know where I need to be. Um, so heading into, you know, OTAs and into this this offseason, you know, I've just been focused on just getting better at my pass rush, getting stronger, um, and, you know, just kind of just rounding out my game, kind of, you know, taking the chisel to the rock and, and making sure everything's smoothed out. Um, and, you know, gift has been great. Um, you know, helping me do that, especially, uh, you know, we had Joey and Khalil for OTA. So we've all been just hands on with each other. Pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is how you start a show. On the rails with Chris Ruff. <laughs> don't use that as a thumbnail. Okay. Whatever you say, don't use as a thumbnail. <laughs> oh, um, but, good. uh, yeah, like I was saying, um, we've all been just trying to perfect our craft, uh, our pass rush and, and perfecting our craft, and that's where you know my mindset has been this off season. And then using last year as motivation, like you mentioned, um, you know, Jasmine didn't, didn't sit well with any of us, you know, the way the season ended last year. So using that as motivation as well. Yeah, and, and quick question, I guess you know we don't always want to shine everybody up. So I guess one of the other, I guess the flip side of that, um, Giff Smith kind of talked about how he thought that you had left a lot out there on the field, and kind of talked about how you could have easily had like five or six sacks, and kind of needed to to maybe finish more. Um, how have you kind of worked on that? Like, do you work towards that? Like, how can you fix that? Like, what is that about? Uh, that That's a lot of – that that's just a little extra effort, honestly. There's there's nothing but uh, never again type of motivation. That That's all you need to know. I think that that's where my mind is at. Uh, and he's lowballing those sacks. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the film. Uh, watched the TFLs I've missed. It's 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 disgusting. It's it's it pissed me off. Honestly, I'm not that type of player um, at all. And for me, just having those opportunities in the first place, I would be more pissed at myself. I wasn't even putting myself in that position. But you know, the fact that I'm in that position kind of gives me you know a little balance out effect. That way, I'm not too hard on myself, but at the same time, I will be. Um, 
but yeah, I left a lot on the table last year, and and all that did was just you know anger me and and just feed into you know what this is it. All you gotta do is hold on for a second, you know, just get them down to the ground, and you have eight sacks, twelve TFL season. That's way different than what I had last um, last year. Um, so other than that, you know, I know what I can do. I know I can play in this league. I know I can be a star. Before we go any further with our discussion with Chris Rumpf, which is always amazing, uh, I want to talk to you about our friends over at Aura real quick. Uh, new sponsors of ours, highly recommend them. And Jake and I firsthand know how important this whole personal identity theft issue is. As we gave the giveaway out last week, we had folks who were trying to impersonate Charges Unleashed and going into DMs of our listeners telling them that they had won the giveaway, quote unquote, then asking them for their personal information, credit card, address, etc. So hits close to home. Check out our friends over at Aura. Have you ever Googled yourself and were shocked to see your personal information exposed on one of those public listing sites? <gasps> Data brokers are making a fortune selling your information to robocallers, spammers, and others who want to learn more about you, like where you live. We've been trying to reach you concerning your car's extended warranty. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Aura. Aura can identify data brokers exposing your info and submit opt-out requests on your behalf. And brokers everywhere are legally required to remove your info if you ask them to, but they make it super hard to do. So let Aura handle that for you. You can try Aura for up to two weeks using this link that we're going to put up here on the screen. Aura also does so much more to protect you and your family from online threats that you cannot see. So make sure to check out Aura.com backslash Charters Unleashed to get a 14-day free trial and see if your personal information has been leaked online. Now back to the show with Chris Ruff. Chris, obviously OTAs, mini camps in the rearview mirror. I know you got your time off right now. We're just waiting for training camp to finally roll back around. But talk to me a little bit about, again, this being your third year, your takeaways from mini camp and OTAs, I know it's completely different as far as the dynamic. It's kind of just getting everybody back together, getting a little bit of a rhythm of things. Mm-hmm. But specifically, talk about your perspective on kind of the takeaways from the edge group. And then, especially with Derek Ansley at the helm, talk about just the overall POV of the defense in general. We got a lot to prove this year. Um, we looked at the film. You know, Coach Ansley's been great, um, you know, stepping up since uh, Ronaldo went and then passed on, um, but um, we've all been motivated. We all, like I said, we all have a salty taste in our mouth the way we ended last season, and a lot of – no, there's not a lot of talk. I think everybody knows what we're capable of, and nobody wants to go on. Everybody's going, to, hey, you know, we're going to be great this year. We're going to do this and that. And for at least my perspective, um, including me, we're done with all the talking. We're ready to just show it. We're ready to go prove it out on the football field. Um and then that's that's it. Honestly, I mean, not, not shut up and put up. That's it. I now I I don't know how the team really feels about this. So I'm going to ask you. Like mm-hmm. everyone's talked about, and it's kind of like been beaten, like whatever at this point. I don't know. You know, I want to say politically correct 2023, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Jacksonville loss. Like I think some people they want to erase it from their memory. Some people are talking about wanting to use it as fuel. Some people seem to be like aggravated when it gets brought up, like taking a pulse of the team. Like how do you guys kind of manage that? Like, is that something where you use it as fuel? Is that something that's kind of different person to person? Like what is kind of the takeaway? Maybe that's a better way of putting it. What's the takeaways of that game? Like how can you use that moving forward? Um, I think, the way we take it away, or the way I would um, kind of assume that everybody takes it away is that uh, it happened. You can't you can't run from it. It's always going to be on film. 
It's going to be in the history books. Um, so you can't run from it, can't hide from it. Uh, the facts are the facts. And the only thing that I can, you know, see that doing for our team is, you know, anytime we're in training camp, we're, you know, down bad, it's week three, joint prep is week. And all of a sudden you remember that 27 to three feeling. And then it's okay. Let's go. Let's push it. Let's keep going. You know, we got we know we can get there. Let's let's achieve better and um let's do better for each other. Talk to me a little bit about the current state of the edge position right now. Obviously, Joey coming back sounds like he's fully healthy. Khalil Mack stepped up in a big way during that absence last year. And then with you now in your third year, and now you have Tuli Tula Pelotu coming in to join you guys as that edge group goes. Uh, tell me just as far as just the state camaraderie between your guys' group, your guys' goals, whether it's individually as a group. Um, just talk about that heading into this year. Like, have you guys gotten a chance to just, you know, gather around and powwow, talk about it? Yeah, I mean, during OTAs, you know, we'll have, you know, position meetings and, you know, we'll, you know, start just talking to everybody. But um, the vibe I get from the edge room is, you know, everybody everybody wants to be the best. And, and I love it. It's going to be a lot of competition. Um, you know, Joey and Khalil, you know, headed, two-headed monster at the at the head of it. And then, you know, me and Tuli, we got Andrew Farmer, uh, Ty Shelby, Carlo Kemp, you know, um, Brevin Jordan. We got a great group headed into training camp. Uh, and we're all, we all love each other. We're real close already. Um, and then, you know, you go back and, you know, watch any of the clips, you know, I know the social media team, you know, shows us all the time, man. We're always kind of just, you know, talking and bouncing ideas off of each other. Uh, one way to do a drill better. Um, I think we're just, we're just really con- close, closer than I would expect, you know, for, for a very young room aside from the two. I want to piggyback. I want to piggyback on just one thing there, Dan, real quick. I know we had you on this show last year, Tully. It was we 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 were talking about how Joey Bosa had graduated your nickname to finally saying that you were no longer a string bean in your rookie season anymore. Yeah, I'm curious. Did he ever end up giving you like a different nickname after he says like, okay, we're we're past that one. That's no longer his nickname anymore. Did he ever end up you know giving you a new one after that? Uh, well, he certainly doesn't use that one anymore. Uh, me and Joey had a heart to heart about that. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, no, nah, I mean, he, it, it's whatever. I mean, we got so many nicknames for each other. It's just whatever the, the day is, whoever's mood when. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, we definitely graduated. I think we, I think we're leaving the vegetables uh, behind. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Third, third year, you know, you yeah. gotta get something. Yeah. You know, get yeah. a stronger yeah. nickname. In there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What, what's your impression, Ben? Like of Tuli so far? Like him specifically. Tuli's great. You know, he's already asking questions, and like I said, he, we're all comfortable around each other very fast. Um, and I think you know, coming in as a rookie. Um, especially, you know, with two guys like Joey and Khalil, you know, some guys might feel, you know, a little shy, don't want to ask them. Uh, that's not him at all. He's, you know, he's, he's willing to learn and, um, he's going to be good too. I like, I like Thule a lot. I like Thule a lot. He's good people. Now, uh, Chargers senior writer, Eric Smith has put a bunch of kind of profiles out of some of the assistant coaches and Mm -hmm. I got to put you on the spot a little bit here and I'm kind of pushing back on him just a little bit, but I guess. He had talked about when asked about kind of the the D line group in general. He, t- yeah. he talked about how like the team is loaded at defensive line. You got obviously you, you got Khalil Mack, got Joey Bosa, Sebastian Just Day, Austin, like obviously, and yeah. you know Super Bowl aspirations. But then you know you snap back from that, and then you look at like what happened last year. Like obviously injuries is a big deal, but like the run defense sucked. We're just gonna be blunt, and yeah. like. How do you guys internally kind of compare and contrast like 
being loaded, but then snapping back to like the realities of the results that that bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of that. Um, I mean, when you got guys coming in and out, you really can't get a chemistry um, with the full D line. And then, um, you know, with Jerry leaving last year as well during the middle of the season, um, kind of, you know, it's just chem it's, it's really just chemistry. Uh, and that's, I think, towards the end of the season, you saw us playing better. And that was more of us, you know, getting used to playing with each other um, for a long period of time. I mean, it's not going to happen in three games uh, or four games like that. But, um, and then we're, you know, coming together and building that trust. And, and that's what defense is, man. A lot of people don't realize it's, it's not really, it is X's and O's, but as much as it is that, it is trust and, and chemistry and working and knowing what type of guy you're working with, you know, on the pass rush down, some guy might rush differently than the other guy. And then you have to adjust your pass rush um, based off of that, knowing how he's going to play. So I think, uh, you know, looking back, you know, our running defense did suck. I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to say that as well. I was, I was a part of it. Um, but like I said, it's, it's, it's like, it's the trust and the, and the camaraderie. I think we've built that and third in our third year in the system, um, especially with the guys that, Coach Stated brought in his first year. We all know the ins and outs, and and with that comes knowing, you know, specifically where everyone's going to be. So I know what type of, you know, shots I can take. I can swim this guy, or I can take this inside move because I know the linebacker is going to be there. The ball, you feel me? It's, it's little things like that that over time you build. You touched on it a little bit there as far as the run defense goes, because I wanted to talk about just as far as overall biggest areas of improvement for this defense. And like you said, I just a second ago, as far as the run defense goes, but just in general, how have you guys kind of taken, taken that approach as far as drilling down on the little things to improve on what's kind of been the message from the coaches to say like, okay, this is where we need to be from a defensive standpoint heading into this year. What's kind of been the general message as far as the defense goes in the locker room? Well, a lot of that is, I mean, a lot of that is scheme X's and O's, but you, as a run defense, you really can't, simulate that until you get to training camp um, and, and you actually hit people and then you fit gaps and you see pullers coming at you full speed. Um, so I, you really can't practice it like you want to during an OTA session, but you definitely can get the fits. You can know where people are going to be. You're supposed to know where you're supposed to be. Um, I think that's what it was for us this, this off season was, you know, just very detailed and what our job is, what our job is, and um, and knowing the nuances we can do in between in between plays, um, with that, having Khalil Mack and Joy Bosa together on the field obviously is massive. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we're going to talk about them here in a second. But like, I think underrated was the re was a bringing back of Morgan Fox and, yeah. and how kind of the glue that he kind of brought to the team, at least on the defensive line. Like, talk to us about just like what his return to this defense allowed you guys to do this offseason and is allowing you guys to do this coming season? Because it felt like he was one of like the unsung heroes of the defensive line. Hell of a year. Way, he was very underrated um, on our defense. He had a hell of a year rushing. And then you go back and you see clips of him taking on double teams and making TFLs and plays. So Morgan coming back, I mean, that's just, okay, now we can, you know, business as usual with him. Um, you know what to expect out of him. Um, and then he's just a great guy in the locker room. Recently got married, so he you know he has a little bit of extra motivation now with the ring on his finger. You got bills now, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Morgan coming back is just you know okay, bam, boom, we got him. You know we're gonna have the same guy you know that we all love and and care for. Now another oh good real, sorry real quick I, I guess for for you having Mac and Bosa there, mm -hmm. um, like what what have Chargers fans 
been missing out on because they weren't together last year. They weren't both healthy in training camp. Like this is the first year that both guys are there, ready, healthy. Yeah. Like what, what are you expecting from those guys and from the group as a whole, but those two specifically, like, is it the best defensive edge combo in the NFL? Like I said earlier, I'm not even going to say anything about that because at the end of the day, I'm sorry. I like it. I like it. Um, but I think you should go back to that Raiders game um, that they both, you know, were fresh in. And I was there. And not only them, but the entire defensive line um, when we're healthy and, you know, pinning our ears back. Um, I think you just go back and look at that and you can kind of get a glimpse of, you know, what they can do with a full season together. Let's talk about another new addition to the Chargers locker room because it seems like this this individual has just been getting praise from the defensive line, from the secondary, from other coaches. Talk to me about Eric Kendricks. As far as your experience with him since he's been in the locker room, I know fresh face, but it seems like he, he's already just gotten so popular among the guys in the locker room thus far. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we love Eric, man. He, he's, he, he's one of us already, and that, that's a great thing about a locker room. Like Any guy that comes in there, um, you know, he's going to fit in and be himself naturally. Um, so him coming in, you know, being, you know, the loud guy, the energy guy, um, but also him being, you know, our middle linebacker, you know, is great uh, for our defense. And it's, it's actually crazy you mentioned that because, you know, he was in Minnesota last year. So my dad was kind of, you know, telling me a little bit about it. He was like, yeah, I like him a lot. Um, you know, he, he – yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a good player. And we, you know, he's going to be great for us. Now, I guess – kind of piggyback off of the Eric Kendricks topic as well as like the run defense. Like I think a mm-hmm. lot of people look at that run defense and I think Mike Davis even talked about it on like a recent podcast he was on about like, if they could fix that, like, Oh man, like that's like the one thing. And if we can fix yeah. that, we're straight. Like how, how will you fix the run defense? Like, I guess like tactically, like what's that going to take? Uh, like I said, I mean, we watched – <laughs> tell me, trust me, I know. We watched so much film last year on the run defense, you know, going through that little spurt. Um, and it's just – not other than, you know, not using excuse of injuries, but um, the chemistry. That's, it is, it, I'm telling you guys, I mean, it's the chemistry and, and just trust and, and knowing where guys are going to be because um, we're making split decision um, – I mean, split-second decisions. And, you know, if we don't know who this guy, like, where he's going to be, we might, okay, shoot, I got to do this. Boom, we got the gap. He puts it inside and he runs it. It's just little little things like that. It's not a lot. Um, and it's it's easy fixable with us. And um, obviously tackling better, too, as well. But, I mean, you can get that, you can get that uh, fixed in training camp as well. And, that, and I think that's where kind of you parlay with Eric Kendricks, kind yeah. of what he brings to this defense. Like, do you, do you see him being, along with chemistry, obviously, but mm-hmm. like, do you, how much impact do you see him bringing specifically as like kind of a signal caller for the front seven as kind of like that run defender assistance? Like how much of a lift do you think he's going to bring specifically to that seemingly of a weakness that was there last year? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be a great addition to that linebacker room. I mean, he, he looks like he's a downhill hit the hole try to take your head off linebacker. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun to see that during training camp and, and heading into the season. But I definitely think he'll, you know, he'll, he'll be a great addition um, to the run defense and not only run defense, but, you know, in the past because, you know, he's a great blitzer as well. I kind of want to put this in a two-part question because I know, as you said, it's hard to assimilate the, the run game until you're in training mm-hmm. camp. 
I kind of want to just go go through as far as has there been any talk as as far as just the training camp goals for your guys as a unit as far as to say day one this is what we want to accomplish for the next three and a half weeks before the season starts and then overall I kind of know the you know the, everybody uses the cliche answer as far as where they want to be for next season obviously be at the very top but just whether it's for you for the group any messages from the coaching staff as far as to say July twenty sixth. This is what we want to set out to do. Has there been messages uh, between you know you and your teammates or any of the coaches to kind of just give you an early indicator as far as what goals and expectations are going to be? I think the uh, the way we always start is you know just going back to the to the bases, you know tackling, uh, beating blocks and, and takeaways, and on the vice, on vice versa, you know taking the ball, uh, protecting the ball, um, breaking tackles, and you know making plays. And I think that's just as simple as it gets. Um, I mean, we've done it. We did it last year. We didn't head into the last four games of the year um, at a high level, and we know we can do it. It's just being consistent with it. And like I said, you know, trusting each other and having the, the guys around you, um, having your back as well, and, and tackling. I mean, <clears throat> talking with myself. I mean, there are so many tackles I've missed in the backfield, and we're not talking about, you know, to run defense if I make a couple of those. Um, so it's just like one tackle. It's one tackle, and, you know, he gets three or four extra yards, and that number gets boosted. Um, so with our, our mindset, you know, we're taking it, you know, every as soon as we start training camp, we're dealing with that week. Okay, that week's done. On to the next one, on to the next one. We're not looking big picture. We're taking day by day. All right, so then let's get to week one. We're, we're rounding out with Chris Rumpf here on Charges Unleashed to get to week one. Uh, what are you most excited for, for this team specifically, this year versus last? What's the biggest change? I'm ready for the comp, the competition. Everybody's here. Everybody's healthy. Um, you know, we got a good team, and um, we got some guys that you know we're gonna iron sharpens iron, and we got we got them at every position. So once we, I'm ready to go into training camp. I'm ready to hit some one on ones, eleven on eleven. I want to you know you know push everybody, not just push myself, but push everyone else to be great. And then heading into the season, you just pick up where you left off. Chris Ruff, appreciate you coming on, man. I know you have uh, lots of time now where you can spend doing whatever you want to do. Probably not yeah. talking to us, jabronis, but you're here, man of the people. Uh, Chris, what are you up to the next couple of weeks? Not that you oh, have like a couple said, weeks before uh, training uh, camp. Yeah, besides working out, training camp, football, and all that. But uh, you know, got a little golf tournament, family uh, golf tournament in North Carolina uh, this weekend. So we're going to go out there, you know, hit the links, beat my pops and his friends and his uh, his brother. And other than that, man, just working out. I took all my trips on the front end. That way I can get my mind right for training camp. Nice. I, I love it. No, Jake's a huge movie buff. Obviously, TV show. Got to ask you, Chris, what's been on the TV lately? Anything uh, What has been on the TV lately? Oh, man. I've been in like a really like a movie, a movie phase. I was watching uh, Demon Slayer. That's my, I watch anime. Y'all know I watch anime. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You lit into me the first time we had you on. I didn't know. I think it was Naruto. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> Oh, you did Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. I know. I know. Oh, look at Jay. <laughs> did I say it right? I'm sure that was wrong. It's cool, man. We'll, we'll let right. you. Hey, your family, we're, we're friends. Well, we're I, good. I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about with that stuff. Jake, on the other hand, I don't know if he's going to let you. Jake, I, man, I, I, I feel like, you know, I, I've, I've carried Dan so far to certain things, <laughs> okay. especially, especially when it relates to, like, the Mar the MCU, because, you know, yeah. Dan Dan just was very uneducated in that. And then it's nice to have seen him, you know, progressively grow and finally get through Endgame and has watched a few other ones since then. But, you know, I, it, 
Dan, it's like I, I'm not even the biggest anime guy, yeah. but that but that one I know. Yeah, that one I know. <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> Fine. Oh, good. Okay, enough of that. All right, that's been fun, Chris. It's been really fun having you on the show. <laughs> I just edited that earlier part out too. <laughs> <laughs> look, we're we're going off the rails, the front end and the back end. But look, uh, on charges unleashed. This is how much fun we have, uh, Chris. Appreciate you coming on, man. This is so much fun for folks who do not follow Chris. Be on the lookout. He's got his golf tournament. We may or may not see some highlights depending on how well Chris does. If he does poorly, if you don't see anything, you'll know Chris didn't do too well. He's going to delay on the DL. (laughs) Chris, thank you so much, man. Best of luck this season. Excited to see you on training camp. Uh, Go ball out and prove all haters wrong, all right? Oh, yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. All All right, see you. Thanks, Chris. Bye.